This is Trevor Bragdon with Commonwealth Partners, The Winning Edge, tips to help conservatives persuade and win. In May 1940, the British effort to stop Hitler stood in tatters. The British army had been pushed back and retreated to the French coast as the Nazis blitzed across Europe. Across the channel, the British government sat in shambles with Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain about to step down after the failure of peace in our time. But who would be the next prime minister? After much maneuvering, it came down to one meeting with two candidates. On the one side was Lord Halifax, the government's preferred choice. On the other was the outspoken Winston Churchill. The meeting started and the plan became clear. Lord Halifax was the establishment's choice to lead the nation as prime minister. All they needed was Churchill to agree to serve as Lord Halifax's cabinet minister, effectively the number two position. After some discussion, Churchill was asked to support Halifax. But Winston Churchill, that great orator, didn't say anything. He simply sat there and waited for someone else to speak. By his account, the silence lasted over two minutes. Finally, Lord Halifax broke the silence and said he would support Winston Churchill as prime minister. That pause and silence changed everything. Churchill was made prime minister hours later and went on to rally the nation to never surrender and to accept only victory. What Winston Churchill knew is that sometimes the best persuasion is to pause and let the silence do the work. Now, you may never need to pause and wait for a minute for someone else to speak first, but you can increase your persuasion by using pauses strategically. There are three types of pauses to use when you speak. The long pause, which is about four to five seconds long, the medium pause, about two to three seconds, and the short pause, about one to one and a half seconds. Now, the long pause is effective for focusing or refocusing your audience attention. For example, you've been talking and you see that people have begun to check their phones and lose interest. What you should do is finish what you're saying and then pause and mentally count to five. We call this the five-second reset. At about two seconds, the people paying attention will be leaning in and wondering what you're going to say next. Because of the pause, they're going to think what you're going to say next is really important. By three to four seconds, the people on their phones will have noticed the silence and begin looking up and wondering what they're missing. At the fifth second, most of the audience will be with you again, and you can reward them by saying something really meaningful or insightful. You can also use a long pause at the start of a speech. Before you start talking, look around the room for a moment. Make eye contact with individuals while you count to four, and then begin. When this is done well, the long pause at the start conveys confidence and builds anticipation with your audience. Now, the second type of pause is the medium pause, and it's all about giving your words room to work. If you have a great story in your speech, when you finish telling it, pause and count to three and let the story do its work. Or if you deliver what you know is a great line, pause for two seconds and let your audience enjoy the line. Or when you give a powerful fact or statistic, pause and let people have a few seconds to process it. Most of us are slower at processing abstract information, so give it a second or two to do its work. 
The final pause is the short pause. And it's really not a pause at all. It's more like a period at the end of a sentence. When we write, we end sentences with periods signifying the close of a thought. But often when we speak, it can be this long run-on sentence. The key is to work in short pauses or periods to let your listener know the thought is complete. A good exercise for this is to mentally say period to yourself when you're speaking and you're finishing a thought. That little pause is just enough to signal the thought is complete. Winston Churchill was a master at all three of these pauses. You can hear it in the speech he gave to rally the English people four days after becoming prime minister. You ask, what is our aim? I can answer in one word, victory. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. But without victory, there is no survival. The next time you're giving a speech, remember Winston Churchill and the power of a pause. Long pauses of four to five seconds to focus the audience. Medium pauses of two to three seconds to allow people to enjoy a line or a story. And finally, use short pauses or saying the word period to yourself to signal the end of a thought. And remember that sometimes the best persuasion is to pause and let silence do the work.